0: join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hey Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham here, your host, and I am here today with a really cool guest. I've already interviewed this guest on another podcast in the parenting space, and I just love the interview so much that I'm like, this would be so valuable for our Amplify You audience as well. So I'm bringing him to you here. I just love what he has to say and what he's all about, and I want to introduce you to him. His name is Paul Gowan. He's an international trainer, human performance strategist, Paul instructs veterans, and service members, first responders, government organizations, all sorts of things on how to elevate their life, health, and business, but not just those people, but everyone. Like people like us, you and me, people who are looking at getting things going Entrepreneurs in the world, those kind of people. And what Paul really is good at doing is helping people have a huge shift, fundamental shifts in like words, thoughts, and actions. And taking command of your life is his thing. And so I want to introduce you to Paul. Thank you, Paul, for joining us today.
1: Wow. Thank you so much for that introduction. I'm like, I'm listening to this and I'm like, I got to meet this guy. Holy smokes. You're like, (laughs) yeah. Thank you so much. That was such a, a flattering introduction. Uh, I am so excited to do this again with you. We had so much fun the first time we we connected. Uh, let's jump in. How can I serve? Let's do this. I love it.
0: I love it. Yes. So I think what you're really, really good at, and what I think some of our audience struggles with sometimes is when they're thinking about getting a podcast going. Yeah. Like, yes, I have this idea. But yeah. it's like the perfectionism gets in the way. It's like I can't get it out to the world until it's perfect. And what right. uh, makes me cry is that these guys have really important, big messages to get out in the world. They're making big impact in the world. Yeah. So how do we get through those blocks for ourselves? That's a big loaded question. Just right off the gates for you.
1: <laughs> Let, let's jump into it. It's like <laughs> it's like a giant carrot cake. You know, you gotta you gotta include some frosting. But go in and take a giant bite. Your language is more important than. What scientists and linguists and psychologists and everybody, all of the ists, have given, they've displaced how crucial your language is for over 100 years. Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a fork in the road to zig and zag for what. Uh, is the sequence of language, thoughts, and actions in your life. And one school of thought said, well, everything starts out with the the positive thinking. And that's kind of all of the establishment has, has been built on, that it starts with the positive thoughts. And there's this great group of scientists out of the University of California, San Diego, UCSD, that have put people into the fmri lab and hooked their brains up and, and seen that the power of language is so much more crucial than we ever gave it credit for and we had that choice of like a uh, hundred something years ago to zig and that's like the, yeah did i say zag first well whatever <laughs> like we're exploring this other fork in the road so when we take a look at the perfectionists, I, I want to make sure I polish this and it's, and it's perfect before I launch it. Well, you're putting the emphasis on the wrong part of the syllable because to be a perfectionist means you are perfecting. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying it has to be perfect, when we put the emphasis on the other syllable and we say, I want to perfect it, mm-hmm. that means you have an obligation to your perfectionist self to get it out there so you have something to perfect, mm-hmm. to refine, to adapt, to learn from, to take corrective measures, to get some information from the market, mm. adapt it, and then launch again. And when you do that, when you take that, that slightly sarcastic approach, like a little bit of sassy, when you say, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to put the emphasis on the other part of this syllable, you're going to have more fun in the mm-hmm. process as well. And I would say like when you do that, that's going to create that spur for action in service to your audience. Mm,
0: Yeah. So a couple of things I heard there, maybe to be in service means taking it off of ourselves and being that it's a message that needs to get out to bigger masses outside of ourselves. So taking that pressure off it being us might help people get in motion and it's an in motion kind of perfection instead of it being perfect first. (laughs) We have a saying in our business that if you didn't put out your, if you're not embarrassed by your first few episodes, you waited too long to do it. And I think that kind of sums it up, right?
1: right? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever looked back on your old recordings or listen to your old podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and <laughs> I have a group of friends that won't let me forget some of my first videos where I unbuttoned too many <laughs> buttons and I had too much goop in my hair and like I, I, everything looked good up front. And then I'd turn and you'd just see this like flap of hair in the back <laughs> that I didn't quite understand like what was going on. And I jumped in. Mm-hmm. And it was through experimenting with how many buttons do I want to unbutton? Mm-hmm. Did I learn? No, no, no. It's okay. One. <laughs> that's, that's all I need to do. And, and it's in that levity, in that place of fun that I get to look back on how I started mm-hmm. because I learned so many things along the way. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, we, we were talking about how many people... Uh, working from home or just like launching podcasts, Mm -hmm. connecting with audiences online. Yes. Keep doing that. Keep Mm -hmm. building the plane as you're flying. Uh, That's that spirit of innovation of Mm -hmm. staying in there and learning and just going in service. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah.
0: I love that because then it's like, you know, this feels like a lot less pressure on you right just keep get going start doing things and then you know be in a group or be of just other people start interviewing people have conversations with people I know one of my biggest mistakes I made uh, at the very beginning was I was so focused on the questions that I had prepared for a guest and I interviewed someone who was a New York Times bestselling author and he was like media bites I was like oh shoot what's my next question and I was so focused on that that I forgot like to interact and actually have a conversation with him. Right, And right. I think as far as like, once you're in it too, that's one of the things too, just be yourself and be loose and, and, and have a conversation with someone knowing that like your listener really wants to hear what's coming from a conversation between two people. Like they feel like they're sitting at the
1: table with you, right? So true, so true. Because you've been in those conversations where somebody is just waiting for you to stop talking so they can start talking and there's an absence of connection. There's like a block in that energetic exchange. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with interviewers that, that might be new or, uh, really just want to get through their prepared question list. They're missing that opportunity to flow mm-hmm. with that energetic exchange. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have a, have launched a podcast, our, mm-hmm. our banking the episodes. And so I'll have the list of prepared questions And then I look at like, well, where is this going to go? And when I see that there is an opportunity to have an exchange of energy by going in a direction that my guest is wanting to go in, Mm -hmm. I go there and it has worked 100% of the time when I'm willing to like have that circulation of energy Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to just going through my canned Mm -hmm. list of (laughs) questions. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. How do you find the way where, where somebody does have those like sound bites and it's just rehearsed. How do you facilitate that energetic flow? Like you've been doing this for a little bit. How, how do you do that?
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting actually uh, having this conversation because we I just spoke about some, this to someone earlier and I don't remember who it is that does this, but they actually were able to like in the introduction, take out all the things that the person normally would say in an interview, right? So they say that all for them. So that person at the end of the introduction is like, Oh, I'm going to have to dig a little deeper for those answers because they basically just gave all my answers away in the
1: introduction. Brilliant,
0: right? I think that's so cool.
1: Wow. I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I got to go back and do your intro again. I'm going to take all your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I think that's awesome. What is it your podcast is going to be about? I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Absolutely. What I, I I rebranded last year because I was looking at like all of these different places that people are serving. Uh, and I got a little fired up. I got, (laughs) I got a little saucy. I was like, you know, what is all this? Everybody like, if you've been alive for a minute, then you can be a life coach. And a lot of the life coaches were just coming in and shouldn't all over people. This is what you should be saying, how you should be thinking, how you should be acting, how you should be dressing, what you should be getting paid. I'm like, ah, Ah, messy. And then I saw the other part of the spectrum that people who wanted to serve uh, were talking about empowerment. Mm. And as I subscribe uh, to a, a, a news curation service, it's called Flipboard, I subscribe to the empowerment channel, and it is predominantly skewed towards women. Mm. And I looked at like women's empowerment. Like, is it like, do these people who Like say that they're a women's empowerment coach, are they really empowering women? Well, well, no, in my opinion, because they're segregating women from men and saying, oh, this is a women's only retreat. This is a women's only event. This is for women's empowerment. And that's nice. 50% of the planet have, have different body parts. When you're segregating, is that really empowerment? I don't know. So what can I do to move beyond that? What can I do mm-hmm. to move beyond empowerment, uh, discarding the shoulds and everything else, and really bring in the, the best of what the Marine Corps taught me? I, I served mm-hmm. for 15 years as a United States Marine, and I looked at, well, when I come in and take command of a situation, it always starts with me. If I want to advance a relationship, it starts with me having a solid foundation. If I want to have higher success in business, it starts with how am I being successful for me? So I started the Take Command project and that involves coaching, that involves events, that involves masterminds. And now it involves the podcast, Take Command Conversations where I get to connect with people in my network Mm -hmm. and say like, what was an opportunity where you could have sat down, you could have quit or where Mm -hmm. other people had this like blanketing layer of shoulds all over you. And you just, you took that, that layer off. And you reclaimed your own authority and you stood up for what you defined, you believed in and who you wanted to be. How did you take command? Because my goal is in by having a diverse number of guests and having this conversation that other people get to listen to, Mm -hmm. that somebody in my audience is going to be like, Oh, me too. Mm -hmm. And then if, if I do this right and, and, Spread this message of taking command in your life, in your relationships, in your business, everyone like moves beyond that that like kind of canned definition of empowerment, that canned definition of like uh, expectations and really starts defining what do they want to do, who do they want to be, and then going out and claiming it, taking command of it.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that because you're really leaving it up to the person to be in charge of that. And what is it that you want to do? And it's like, you know, if you want to achieve something or go out and do something, it's up to you. And I think a lot of times in society or things in life, we've kind of like that, that that other person was the problem and that's me or, you know, we don't so taking command of our own selves and I like that way yeah. you're doing. And I think that's great having a variety of guests because what that's going to do for your audience is allow someone, like you said, to be like, yeah, me too, just someone like that and then you're creating a movement with this, which is what people yeah. want to be a part of. So when you're creating a podcast it's super important to create that movement that everyone wants to be a part of and everyone wants say yes that's the train i want to get on and i know where that train is going and let's go with it because it's a right, message right. that i feel passionate about right so seeing that yeah. in you really is going to help your audience grow really wide too so podcasters who are sitting at home listening thinking about a show get that in your head because i think yeah. that you've done that a really smart way of bringing that up is that you really need to have that that momentum and a movement in in getting people on board with what you're saying so Appealing to a variety of different people is, is awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, That's thanks. Great.
1: I want to celebrate people's differences instead of pointing them out and using them as, as ways to further divide. Mm-hmm. I'm so over that. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I took that to these unhealthy extremes. Mm-hmm. The, the United States Marine Corps does not have a peaceful mission. Mm-hmm. They don't have priests. They don't have doctors. They don't have nurses. They don't have medics. We get all of that from the United States Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sole purpose of a Marine is to go kill. I'm not connected with that mission anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I want to use the best of what I learned for how to lead, how to plan, mm-hmm. how to per- persevere through adversity, and then unite people with those skills, not hone in on those differences and say that uh, that, that you're now the enemy because of that. I, I am so over that. Uh, and that's where I, like, as we're filming this, we got COVID going on. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm celebrating this opportunity because Mm -hmm. we get to be the generation Mm -hmm. that met COVID with excellence Mm -hmm. and get rid of like the Gen X and the Gen Y and the Gen A and the the, the boomers and the, we're the generation that came together and unified through this challenge and took command of ourselves, Mm -hmm. uh, to move forward. Yeah, so, and seek
0: that opportunity. There's a huge opportunity right now to mm-hmm. like really up-level your life. You, when else are we given this grace of time, right? right. Where the world's kind of standing still right now, not really moving, to just rethink what we're doing and what our purpose is and what yeah. actually do we want to do with our lives and where do we want yeah. to go with it? Like, it's super cool right now. And I think that's why we're seeing so many podcasts coming up because people are really like, yes, I have this message and now I have this time to right. get it out there in the world. So, as people right. are thinking about this, and they're like, "Yes, I'm going to do this," and you know, we were talking earlier about like getting into action and helping getting over that imperfection stuff. Are there any like little daily things that you could do to help yourself kind of get into that momentum or get into that mindset? If you're kind of still in the like self doubt or like no one wants to listen to me or no one. Oh, yeah. hear yeah. Voice
1: or or maybe you you've just had your world flipped upside down, and maybe you've yeah. lost your job. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're like locked onto the couch uh, yeah. being mesmerized with how many different shows there are on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have worked from home for a little while, so we've yeah. overcome a lot of those hurdles. I would say that the, the, the way to look at this is to think about a power plant generator. And, uh, and the reason why I mention this is that when they get ready to, to fire up that generator that's going to like power a city or a, a region mm-hmm. or a province, they take a series of days to bring it up to full speed. Mm. And what I've noticed is that this level of demand that people put on themselves of, oh, block time, four hours of block time. I'm going to go in and I'm going to focus for four hours. That's like going from zero to hero especially if you were displaced from your workplace and maybe you still have your job. You're not used to working virtually. Mm -hmm. Or your identity was with
0: that job, right? Right. Oh my gosh. Like who am I now?
1: Right, right. (laughs) Right. Or you've got kids swinging from the rafters (laughs) and you haven't had to like have that level of focus that the kids are swinging behind you and you're on a Zoom call bringing full presence (laughs) and attention to your client on the other end of the camera. So, giving yourself that grace mm-hmm. to spin the generators up is that first place and the way you do that is you keep the priorities mm-hmm. aligned the the time commitment and the prioritization and instead of saying i'm going to i'm going to go in and i'm going to focus for 4 hours and be prolifically productive mm-hmm. why don't you find something you can do for 2 minutes 2 minutes and then make that a non-negotiable. So if now that you're stuck at home, you are seeing the opportunity to care for yourself in a different way, Mm. that you know going out for that run or that walk is going to create that foundation of service in your business, in your podcast, and you're not used to that. That's a new skill that you're developing. Mm -hmm. Uh, In my my work, in my coaching studio, I don't use the word habit. I use the word training. Mm -hmm. Because usually with habit, we have to associate good habit or bad habit, (laughs) right? So I just call it training. You're going to fall back on your training in Mm -hmm. times of stress. And that's why we train with focus and intentionality. So if you're going to get this new training program around going out for a walk, Mm -hmm. what I have my clients do is for the first week, All you get to do is put on your shoes. Mm. Wake up at five in the morning or six in the morning, whatever that is for you. And you put on your shoes and you go and you open the door Mm -hmm. and you look at what time it is and you write that down and then you close the door and then go do whatever else you want to do. And that way you build up the habit of having all of the logistical support, all of the time and scheduling support in place. Mm. And that's that first few revolutions per minute of that generator. You're yeah. getting that generator spun up. See your up.
0: mindset on doing that, right? Like you're, you yes. now your mind knows that schedule yes. and the routine. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. Getting
0: kids into like a routine like that too. Like it takes them a little while to like get right. baby steps, right? That trend. right,
1: right, right. Yeah, yeah. Think about crawl, walk, run.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I do a thing on uh, with my my Facebook group, which I learned the power of that for for building in my coaching business and all of the podcasters. Are like, yes, you've got to have some sort of group where people can come and hang out with you Uh, we do a power hour of productivity Hmm. where we set uh, one minute visualization of what are we about to accomplish in the next five minutes you call your shot and then you go work for five minutes and the second your timer goes off at that five minute mark you stop and you reset was I accurate and what I thought I could accomplish in five minutes if yes go up to six minutes if no hang out at five minutes Hmm. if you can't call your shot at five minutes I love you so much as I say this, you're not going to call your shot in four hours. Mm -hmm. So we warm up our productivity by going through this drill of one minute visualization and then doing a a timed interval. And those time intervals go five, six, seven, and then seven, six, five. That comes out to like 42 minutes with those one minute breaks. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of that, go for a walk go do some squats mm-hmm. go check on the kids <laughs> like go go put out the fires in the kitchen like whatever that is but you're warming up that productivity mm-hmm. like a generator would to create that amazing mm-hmm. amount of power it's capable of if mm-hmm. you don't go through that warm up phase mm-hmm. then you you break things and and the best laid plan must remain flexible
0: Mm, I love what you're saying because, you know, uh, as people are working from home now and podcasters who have businesses already and now want to add a podcast to it, like we're doing a million things. And I know, I feel like I've like developed attention deficit disorder being an entrepreneur because I'll start going down to looking at email and then something pops up and grabs my attention and, or I need to go, you know, look at something on my calendar and to get to my calendar, I've got to go here and then that pops up and it's like, then I'm on Facebook and then it's like I what I was doing and then it's like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, I feel like I'm going in circles like all day long sometimes. Yeah. So I think that would yeah. be really valuable of just a retraining of focus, um, yeah. especially. And then also now with people interrupting and like kids interrupting and like mom got all sorts of other things going on, but yeah, just that focus and uh, it doesn't feel good to be in that uh, state of like staring at something, knowing you've got lots of stuff to do, but you're just not like, you're just like in this circling of everything. And yeah, you're, you're, doing. you're busy, but you're
1: not productive.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think we could probably cut down our work hours a lot in any job or work from home or business. And right now we probably all need to do this to really focus right now and be productive so that we have more time to spend with helping the kids with school and all the other things that we're doing right now. Right. So I think that this is a really valuable tool for not only like all the time and getting your podcast going, but I think in general in life right now, we could all use this so we could free up some more hours in our day.
1: It's, it's so true. It's so true. And I, I think back to uh, um, one of the hats I used to wear was a professional musician. Uh, I, I played saxophone for the Marine Band. That was my first job with the Marines. <laughs> yes. And uh, growing up playing saxophone, you get to, you get to play some jazz. Uh, Charlie Parker, Miles Davis, uh, some of these greats, Paul Desmond, these jazzers, they get to like Oh, they get to play whatever notes they want. They get to improvise and I want to be a jazzer. Well, ah, that's partially true. Their improvisation is based on the foundation of the rhythm section that is playing certain chords for certain durations for certain times and then they repeat. And when I look at that for my creative process, And what am I producing for the world? That's not prescripted. It's not like a classical music uh, piece that we've been playing for a few hundred years. Like I'm coming out with some really great uh, cutting edge material. If I leave it to chance, Mm -hmm. I am not going to get anything done. So, it is because of the discipline of the foundation mm-hmm. that I create the freedom mm-hmm. to be able to bring these new products to my audience. Yes. And, and yes. That, that every time I want to stray away from that, I, just, I think about some of those great musicians that I studied. Mm-hmm. They had those chord changes that guided their creative process.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. I think that
1: can translate over to podcasters, it can, it can, right? It
0: can translate over. I'm just—it's funny because I love—I love what you're saying because it's one of my favorite things. Is that I realized that I wanted to be an entrepreneur because of the freedom I could have of being an entrepreneur, having my yeah. own schedule, doing my own thing. But what I realized, like you know, 14 years into being an entrepreneur now, but like when I first realized that, like. I'm actually working more hours than like I would in a normal job, but it's doing something I love. Yeah. So that's great. But then I was like, wait a second. So that structure that I hated so much <laughs> and that structure and right. that, the, that that like discipline and scheduling that I hated so much, that's actually what's gonna create my freedom. In my future, holy smokes, I better start harnessing that. And I remember it was like a huge light bulb going, oh, crap, that thing I don't like so much. (laughs) That's what I need to do to be disciplined, to actually be successful. Like, holy smokes. Right. So do you have any suggestions for people that are like at that moment where they thought they had the freedom or they want to have the freedom, but they're not quite at that discipline stage?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You manage what you measure. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you measure what you want to manage. Hmm. Now, that kind of sounds like a self-licking ice cream (laughs) cone. Let me me go into that a a little bit. Uh, I love using electronic technology to help me out with my schedule. When when we scheduled this podcast, we didn't sit there for 20 minutes or 20 emails going, well, what about Thursday at 2? No, 2 doesn't work. Well, what about 2.15? No. Hmm. (laughs) You sent me a link and I got to create. A, uh, uh, an appointment with you. Mm-hmm. So I love leveraging technology. Nothing for me beats writing out my schedule. So what I do is I have my schedule written out, and I leave a lot of white space between my scheduled appointments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have block time in the morning, uh, uh, two hours, that is the maintenance on my business. Not seeing clients. This is answering the emails, looking at Instagram comments, Facebook posts, mm-hmm. and all of the things that are moving my business forward, but not working in my business. And then what I do is the night before, I review my schedule, mm-hmm. and I align those gaps with the things that are the most important. Sometimes that's to sprint forward on doing the post-edit process of a, of a video that I recorded. Sometimes it's to go take a longer walk. That's what I did this morning. Uh, was I had a gap and I thought it was going to be to post-edit videos? Nope. It was to go take a two-hour walk with my lady and my, and my service dog. Uh, in doing that, I then get to, at the end of the day, reflect on was I accurate? I allocated two hours for post-editing a podcast. Was two hours the appropriate amount of time? Well, if I look at that two hours and, and 75% of it was like trying to pull myself away from YouTube or Netflix, well, I didn't accurately measure.
0: Right.
1: If I went in and I'm like, okay, well, I was learning this, this software, I was learning this technology. If I take that out, then you know what? I think two hours is pretty accurate. Okay, great. Then I learned that. I put a little journal entry at the bottom of my calendar two hours is appropriate for a 45 minute episode. Mm -hmm. And then in the future I can project that it's having that discipline to measure what you want to manage so that you can manage what you want to measure. Does that help? Yes. It, it,
0: totally, it kind of yeah. sounds
1: like a little, like, totally yeah. No,
0: and then when you're, and then when you're one those two hours back, then you hire our team to do it for you, so you don't have to spend those exactly. two hours Exactly. Exactly. i kidding. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like the, it's like the hour, right? If you're given an hour to do a task, you'll take the whole hour, like, just, that's what we're trained to do, right? Is that kind of same sort of
1: thing? I think so. I was talking with Chuck about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, he, he calls it like somebody's law. I call it the fish, fishbowl rule. Yeah. Like a, a, a koi will grow as big as the pond that it, it, it yeah. is in. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think maybe sometimes. Yes. Yeah. When I'm learning new software, or I'm learning a new thing, or I'm learning something, I must account for that learning to gain mm-hmm. some proficiency. Mm-hmm. once I have the proficiency, then I think that law takes effect. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Because it's mm-hmm. like, if I know I have two hours to get this blog post written or whatever, I probably right. will take up the whole two hours because <laughs> right, that's right. the time we allotted for it. Whereas if I said I had 15 minutes to do this blog post, I could probably right. do that same blog post in 15 right, minutes.
1: Right, <laughs> right, right. I give
0: myself 15 minutes to do it, right? A focus time, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and one of the techniques that I had with my Marines, and I, I using my schedule is, mm-hmm. is this a hard deadline or a soft deadline? Mm. So a hard deadline is you're a hundred miles away from your base. A helicopter is landing at exactly this time mm-hmm. and it has enough fuel to land. You load up and leave. If you're not there, mm-hmm. it, you're hiking a hundred miles back to the base. <laughs> so that's a hard time. A soft time is a lot more flexible. So anytime I'm like learning to spin up the generators, learning some software, learning how to do a podcast, learning how to upload it to the interwebs (laughs) and everything else. I add a buffer of time Mm -hmm. and and you can use this thing called the Pareto principle for this. Mm -hmm. So if you are proficient, you take what you have as an allotted amount of time and you chop off 20% for Murphy's law Mm -hmm. and you commit with. The excellence as a professional that you are, that you will meet that deadline as though you're reporting into a boss at that 80% mark. And that way, when the tech gremlins like coming in and Shanghai, a podcast, because we've had a couple of those times, right? Yes. Then the 20% buffer is there to help you. Right. When you're in there for the first time, you reverse engineer that and you multiply by what you think it's going to take. Mm-hmm. and then you add a 25% buffer, and that's just re- reverse engineering that 80-20 uh, ratio. You add an extra buffer of 25% of that time at the end, mm-hmm. and that, that is what I work with. Mm-hmm. The, the 80-20, that's that soft deadline inside mm-hmm. there, but then when I add that 25% on the outside, that's a hard deadline. Mm-hmm. I, I work as though I'm reporting in to someone else, and sometimes I miss it. At the end of the day, I write that down, to make sure I increase my time interval Mm -hmm. or identify, well, what went wrong? Was it outside of my control? Was Mm -hmm. it inside of my control? How do I then pad my time to allow more time for Murphy and those tech gremlins (laughs) (laughs) or hone my focus so I don't get locked into the couch because of YouTube and Netflix and everything else?
0: Yeah, those are great points. I love that. Do you um, just as we wrap up here? Do you have any? Um, I know you're a productivity and high performance strategist. So, yeah. Any last tips for how to maximize the performance of our, you know, our health and well being as we're being entrepreneurs? What's what are your best tips for those?
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if you're at a computer, like I, I work at a stand up desk. If mm-hmm. you're at a computer, sitting uh, or standing for anything more than an hour, you're doing a disservice to yourself. The focus that you feel that you might have as a flow Mm -hmm. can be elongated. You can increase your stamina by giving yourself breaks Mm -hmm. uh, about every 45 minutes to to maybe 50 minutes, taking 10 to 15 minutes each hour to stretch, Mm -hmm. get some water, walk around the house, Mm -hmm. go go pull the kids out of the (laughs) rafters. It's going to increase your stamina. And we're going for the long game here. Right. Working from home, being that entrepreneur, you're going for the long game. So have the discipline to to pace yourself, and that's going to give the rewards that are going to that are going to keep benefiting you and your audience.
0: Awesome. And uh, do you record your podcast episodes standing up? I'm standing up right now. I do I wanna... do. Ah, I,
1: cool. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think the... you can hear that in your energy as in, as you're speaking. I kind of coach people on that, that your energy is going to come off differently for sitting like on a podcast. And if, than if you're standing and you, know, you can also more freely use your hands. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just go up online and find some good stretches. Maybe it's a yoga flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many resources on, on YouTube university, uh, mm-hmm. just get in there and find something that works for you. And then mm. make it a top priority. Make it like two minutes mm-hmm. and make it an like an unshakable priority. Like you are going to do it no matter what.
0: Mm. I love that. Well, thank you, Paul, for being with us today. Thank you for sharing so much of your amazing insight. Where can our audience join you, your podcast, find out more about what you're up to and take us there?
1: Yeah. The podcast is called take command conversations excited to drop the first episode here very soon. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Paul.Gowan That's spelled G O W I N and come join my take command crew on Facebook. It's a Facebook group, take command crew. Come on there because I provide exclusive additional training on that Facebook group that I don't provide, uh, in other places. So you're going to love that group
0: awesome and thank you so much for spending your time with us today Your time is valuable and we just really appreciate all the great nuggets you gave us today so thank you so much for being on amplify you and we look forward to having you back again soon as a behind the mic to your podcast yes (laughs) yes yes. thank you so much it was great thanks all